Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. What's up, solarpreneurs? My name's Taylor Armstrong, here to help you close more deals, generate more leads and referrals, and have a much better time in the solar industry. We're coming to you live from a neighborhood, so apologize, you're gonna hear some cars driving around, probably some dogs barking, things like that. Um, hopefully it's not too crazy out here. But the reason we're doing it in a neighborhood is because, I'll be honest, was a little bit behind schedule this week. We got a season passes to Disneyland. Um, my kid is two years old. And so we thought, what better time to get season passes than right now? Because we still get him for free. We still get him in for free, I should say, until he's three. So long story short, we went to Disneyland on Monday, which is my, uh, or Tuesday. But anyways, it took up the time that I usually would record a podcast for a day. So doing it out here between appointments, I got 20 minutes till my next appointment. Probably should be hitting a few doors, but I thought, hey, I'm gonna hop on a podcast, share some secrets. So this week we're gonna be talking about how to build trust. A few of you that have followed on Instagram, you saw me, I recently lost a deal. I didn't sign them. And the main reason I didn't is because I couldn't build enough trust. At the end, they liked what they saw. They liked the numbers, there was awesome savings, but they didn't fully believe what I was saying. And this guy, he was an engineer, um, I am not the greatest at selling these engineers. I need to get a little bit better selling the engineers. They're re- very analytical. They like to crunch numbers themselves. They like to research things, research the facts and the figures. So I couldn't sell them. And after this deal, I'm just like, man, why couldn't I get it done? What was holding them back? He liked everything I was saying. And so I sent out a little poll on Instagram, got a lot of awesome responses. So what we're gonna do today, I'm gonna talk about some of the responses we got. So thanks to everyone who responded to that. And then just give a little, I don't know, things that I think I could have done a little bit better. And hopefully you don't repeat some of these mistakes I made. Hopefully you are better than I am at building trust in your deals because at the end of the day, if people trusted you 100%, you wouldn't have to explain anything. You could say, sign this. If there's full trust, they wouldn't question anything. They'd sign it, right? So that's the level of trust we want to try to achieve is to where they don't even know, need to know all the details. They trust you, they like you, and they'll just sign up. Okay, so let's go through a couple of the responses that I got on Instagram here. And then at the end, I'm going to give my two cents as well. So here's just a couple. This is from uh, Jacob. 
He says, say things and then pull up on the internet and show that it's true. This is great advice here and actually something I have talked about, but I haven't been doing as much lately. So in the podcast, we've talked about keeping a folder of all the links and articles and you know testimonials, whatever other content you have, keeping a folder of that content and then using it as ammo. You think of your bows or your arrows in your quiver, right? So anytime someone throws something at you, you should have a supporting article, supporting evidence to back that up. So I love that tip and this is something I look back, I did not do in this deal. Especially with your engineer types, especially with people that are skeptical. Show them proof, right? Like Grant Cardone says, people believe what they see, not what they hear. So if you can show them and they actually see it, much more likely that you're going to get the deal signed. Great tip right there. So from Marshall Tootin, my friend Marshall, um, he said it's all about the first three minutes. And I think that's true. That's actually all he said. But what I think he meant by that is you got to get in, you got to establish that trust right off the bat. Right? You got to act like your friend. Think how many times have you been in a social situation, at least for me, if I go to a party and someone says, hey, what's up, Taylor? What's going on, homie? Acts like they've known me all their life. I'm instantly connected up or something. I'm like, wow, this guy's cool. I didn't even think we were friends, but I feel like I'm best friends with this guy. So how can you create that with your customers? Are you going in the deal? Are you treating them like family? Are you treating them like you've known each other? People want to have that connection and people want to mirror. So I agree, it is all about the first three minutes. If you can get in there quick, build that connection. Um, Janie Escobedo, she had an advice, she says, to build trust, call a customer you've had and it's already installed that is having a great experience. Don't do it with their approval either. Just say, hey, let me earn your trust off this call with one of my previous friends I've signed up and call them. One, you're hinting to them that you want to be friends. Two, the credibility grows from the homeowner talking you up. Then say after, so there's one, I can call more, I'm only here to help. If they don't bite, give them time and on to the next. That's good stuff. So I agree, this is something that I have yet to do, but I should say I haven't built a referral list or a um, reference list, because that's what it's called. But I think that's something powerful. If you can have past customers that you can actually call, that could get you the deal right there. And a substitute for that is, of course, some testimonial videos. I think those help, but I agree that would probably be even more powerful actually calling a customer and getting them to um, give you a, a testimonial on the spot. Great advice. Um, what else we got? Harry Gold, he says, Taylor, I take pics and videos with my customers because I saw you do that. Show those videos during your presentation and then show a pic of your guys on their roof and they got to do it today because the tax credit will be gone tomorrow. Good stuff right there. Not only are you showing them video evidence of the people you're helping, but you're building the urgency by showing them the tax credit. Hey, and remember, when you talk about the tax credit going down, things like that, show them it written too, right? I use one of the Knockstar slicks, and it shows the tax credit going down. 
um, you know, the following year. So I think that's a great piece of advice right there, getting those testimonial videos. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Josh Bitten, he says, one of the first questions I like to ask, why did you buy your house? They always say ownership. Then you tell them going solar, you will um, keep your, you will own your power plant, then keep reminding them the ownership of power. Ask them how much the power went up the last five years, keep talking about inflation, then just remind them about ownership of power again. Good stuff. So, yeah, I think if you can make the utility the enemy, right, gives you someone con common to stand up against right there. So, uh, maybe not as much building trust, but yeah, you do have to make the utility the enemy for sure and talk about the ownership aspect. Um, we got from Josue, uh, Josue Phillips. He has been on the podcast, so definitely a good person to listen to advice. He says, ask them two to, th two to three questions, then share something about me. It makes them feel it's a conversation, not a questionnaire. Have fun, drop some jokes, make it interesting. Love that. And yeah, this is a mistake I made, especially starting out. So I was really good at asking questions, but it would almost turn into a, like an interrogation, right? I was asking so many questions, I wasn't really talking, having a conversation between the questions. So there needs to be a balance. Think 70% them, 30% you. They should be talking more, but how can you make it a conversation? And I like to throw in little fun facts about you because if they can see you as a human, that's ultimately what's going to build trust. So what can you talk about yourself that makes you seem like a human? One of my favorite ways to do that is show them pictures, right? So on my um, walk screen on my phone, I got a picture of my wife, my two kids. This is one of the first things I show them. And then I ask them about advice. I say, hey, you guys got kids, right? Do you have any advice for a new parent like myself? Seems like your kid's pretty successful. What's your advice? People love giving advice, and then all of a sudden you're a human to them. Right? You're not a sales guy coming in. If you don't have kids, maybe you show them a picture of your dog. Maybe you show them, uh, I don't know, where you grew up. Uh, Google Maps, whatever show them the small town town you grew up in. Maybe you have an accent like myself. Maybe you're talking like a Canadian. So maybe you talk about that, right? Anything that can make you more human, this is gonna build big trust. Good stuff right there. Um, and let's see, Jorge Luis Rojas, he says, be more their friend. Ask about family, work, make them laugh. Trust is built on connection going right along with that. Something I like to remember is the acronym FORM, family, family, Occupation, Recreation, and what's the M stand for? Um, I think it stands for Materialistic. Okay, I forgot what the M is for. Um, but anyways, Family, Occupation, Recreation. You can never go wrong with those types of questions. Um, Colin Grandma, he says, keeping it simple and talking with confidence. It's a big thing. Confidence. Make sure to have the right body posture. Make sure you're keeping it simple. And especially with your people that are analytical, 
you need to give them the detail but also make it seem super simple because people do not make a confused brain always says no right got to be keeping it simple uh, we had Tyler Breskin he says trust in you trust in the company trust in the program you are offering so this is huge the three T's right they got to trust in you they got to trust in your offering and your product and they got to trust in the company so if those three things are not at a 10 then they're probably not going to do it so that's a great question I should have asked and looking back on the deal that I didn't sign this is something I could have done I did ask him I said hey um, how I think I asked him on a scale of 10 1 to 10 um, 10 being you would do it today 1 being there's no way you would go solar what would you rate yourself and he told me uh, 50 60 percent but my mistake was I didn't ask him what would make it a hundred percent what would make it a 10 and I could not uncover his actual objections and then just to wrap up here got to run into this appointment here um, just in just a second but just to wrap up I think the number one thing I could have done is just been straight up with this guy a line that I love from Taylor McCarthy and the Knockstar guys um, is just ask him hey level with me how much of what I said do you actually believe right just being frank with them almost calling them out and seeing what their true concern is because a lot of times you can tell people are just running in circles around you they're not telling you their true concerns they're not telling you tr their true objections so just just being frank with them almost calling them out and seeing what it is and this is the last comment we'll end the show with this is from uh, Christian um, he said yeah Christian Duarte he said um, it's very hard to explain in my market it's the biggest hurdle too many bad contractors are scammy people just got to get straight up with them like Taylor says how much of what I'm telling you do you believe or if it was exactly like I'm saying it is no more no less would you do it kind of skips the whole BS party playing ping-pong back and forth or they just need pull back follow up save your time and he says, I'll legit even say that too. The hardest part is getting through the questions and answers. It can be a 10 minute conversation or a 10 hour conversation. All depends on how many questions you got. Pretty much hints that you're down to discuss into a technical level if need be, but still gives them the opportunity to understand that they don't need to go there unless they have a specific concern. Um, and then he says, the last line he uses look some people make this a way bigger decision than it needs to be it's essentially a bill swap program like switching internet providers thank you Christian I thought that was fire so I hope this helped today again sorry for the background noise but I think there is some solid advice there for building trust so if you were having a difficult time if you notice customers do not trust you if you're having issues with cancellations think how can I create this human element how can I create more cr trust in my deals and that's the number one way you're gonna prevent all that right if people trust you they'll do anything so I hope that helps I'm gonna go hop in my appointment here hope you close your next deal 
and we'll see you on the next podcast. Hey, solopreneurs, quick question. What if you could surround yourself with the industry's top performing sales pros, marketers, and CEOs and learn from their experience and wisdom in less than 20 minutes a day? For the last three years, I've been placed in the fortunate position to interview dozens of elite level solar professionals and learn exactly what they do behind closed doors to build their solar careers to an all-star level. That's why I want to make a truly special announcement about the new learning community exclusively for solar professionals to learn, compete, and win with top performers in the industry. And it's called Society. This learning community was designed from the ground up to level the playing field and give solar pros access to proven mentors who want to give back to this community and help you or your team to be held accountable by the industry's brightest minds for, are you ready for it, less than $3.45 a day. Currently, Society is open, launched, and ready to be enrolled. So go to society.co to learn more and join the learning experience now. This is exclusively for solarpreneur listeners, so be sure to go to solsociety.co and join. We'll see you on the inside.